On today's episode, Ryan is back from a fresh trip to Disney, and we can't wait to hear all about it. So strap in and hang on, because it's going to be a doozy. This is episode 90 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Welcome back to the show. This is, of course, the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and joined, as always, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Fellas, how are we doing today, guys? I'm ready to unpack this thing. There's been a lot of energy cooped up for this one, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing fantastic. (laughs) Um, As we have uh, discussed over the course of the past few episodes it's been a while since Justin and I have been down to Disney property in general uh, mm. since Father's Day weekend, actually, and it now being the closing days of October. it's uh, It's been a long time. and Ryan finally got to reset that clock. Yeah, yeah. My first visit back since renewing my passes for the year. So Wow. Um, we'll get into some further developments on that uh, as the course <laughs> of this episode plays out. But, guys, I cannot wait to to tell you all about our our discoveries and our adventures over the weekend. You know, we got we got a little bit of sneak peeks throughout the uh throughout your journey this past weekend, a little some you know text back and forth and some photos and videos that we shared. It was uh it's very exciting stuff. So yeah, I cannot wait for the audience to to hear all about it uh because man, it looked like one hell of a trip. So yeah, before we uh, before we get to that, let's uh, let's slide into uh, let's slide into a little coffee break, shall we? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. And uh, of course, this coffee break is always brought to you by our great friends at Expedition Roasters. And right now, of course, it's spooky season, so you might want to swing to expeditionroasters.com, pick you up some bewitching butterscotch beer, or maybe some Mummy's Cursed Blueberry Cobbler roast. Uh, whatever you do. Make sure you load your card up to $65. Get yourself some free shipping. Use our affiliate link in the episode description, as always. And use our code off the monorails at checkout, and that'll save yourself 10% on every order. But yeah, fellas, let's get this coffee break kicked off. Yeah, so we got a lot of things happening while, while Ryan was down at Disney celebrating and having fun uh, on his adult weekend with the, with the wife. Man, Disney is just dropping stuff on us. And guys, this is some some exciting news. What do you want to start with? Well, I would like to start first and foremost with uh, the day of recording, October 25th. It is Mr. Bob Gurr's birthday. Yes. Uh, yes. A world-renowned Disney Imagineer. Happy 92nd birthday to Mr. Bob Gurr. Uh, brilliant mind behind many things amongst Disney parks. And uh, yeah, I, I couldn't wish him more than the best. Yes, I mean if you watched, if you've listened to us blabber about some of the behind the scenes and Imagineering things that are available for consumption on Disney Plus, you will know the name, you will recognize uh, Bob Gurr and his involvement with many, many things uh, when it comes to Disney. And yeah, just a, a legend, sim- simply put. Absolutely, happy birthday! And um, yes, Mr. Bobby. 
Um, another thing that I've seen come across to Disney Pipeline is the after hours events that are scheduled for the remainder of the foreseeable future. They're back. They're uh, coming back. Yeah. Yeah. They're showcasing happily ever after during normal hours, but then during the after hours, Enchantment is going to be playing. Yeah. So both shows playing in one night, a couple hours apart. Uh, I'm here for it. That's that's great. I do. Honestly, that's a good spot for that enchantment to fill. Yeah, like, that's a yeah. really good spot. I, I like the I like having the variety for one. I like the exclusivity uh, for two, and it gives people you know the, the fans of that show, which you know like take it take it with a grain of salt. You know, their people have their preferences, right? And you know, if you've listened to our show, you know that we. You know, you know that we like happily ever after. Uh, but Enchantment does have a good place. I think it the does. enhancements that they made to it later on with with Walt featured, I think were really really good. I think we all agree on that. And so I think this is really cool that you can have this type of you know you can go and the fans of this show can go and watch this fireworks show as well. It it creates a market for both shows to please the masses. Yeah, yeah, and, and I couldn't thank them any more for that. Yeah, and when you also factor in that's just Magic Kingdom, and you got all the you got after hours returning to all four parks, uh, which is yeah. fantastic. I mean, I what I'm really excited about is is Hollywood Studios and Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom because those mm-hmm. are. I mean, you rarely get to have Animal Kingdom late at night, and it is another place altogether uh, yeah. during the that's after hours events. True. So especially I'm, Pandora, especially Pandora, Pandora comes to yeah. yes, yeah. During the yeah. fall months, once once the the time rolls back and it gets dark around six thirty, yeah, man, yeah, that's the place to be. Yeah, so I I cannot wait to go and try out some you know some of these after hour events because I, I have you guys had done any of the separate ticket after hours events yet? Not I yet. Have not. Yeah, I haven't either. And everyone compares them to like if it, you were going to one of the holiday parties, and but even less people. So I'm like, mm, okay, more exclusive. I'll take that. You know, and so yeah, yeah. I, I'm um, I'm excited to give them a shot for sure. And especially like if you want to go to like Hollywood Studios and take advantage of all the rides that Studios has. I mean, what a great time to go and experience some of those. And think about like Toy Story Land, right? Late at late at night, all lit up. Oh yeah, and just. Yeah, it's, imagine that vibe at baseline late at night like that. Yeah. Ooh, oh yeah, oh, please, please give me yeah, please give me baseline at you know eleven p.m. Please. Uh, another thing that I'm very excited to talk about is Festival of the Arts has been announced for 2024. Yes, yes, we got so our official we're talking, opening date. Yeah, yeah, January 12th to February 19th. So. Our favorite festival is literally right around the corner. We got Festival of the Holidays to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't not wait for Festival of the Holidays, but Festival of the Arts, of course, as you know, holds a special place in our hearts because it's it's so exclusive with it being so short. Yeah. But also yeah. The, the the food and drink options are astronomical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything about it. And we'll, we'll, get, we'll absolutely get into Festival of the Arts. And if you have a history of listening to the show, then you know our affinity for we will review it. Festival of the Arts. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, we will be here to preview and review uh, for for you guys. Uh, but yeah, uh, always exciting to get the dates because uh, then it just kind of gives you, you know it's coming, right? You know it's going to be here every oh, yeah. year, but 
it was like that check box of like momentum yeah like oh okay we got the date now now i can circle it yeah. on the calendar you know so, so to speak yep. so it's yeah a hell of a way to start the, the new year off with fresh blood and our favorite festival yeah yeah exactly so can't wait for that and you know we'll be uh we'll be there as you know as close to opening date as possible and, and reviewing because yeah i'll It'll be multiple trips for for myself for uh, Festival of the Arts. Oh, so without good. a doubt. And the weather the weather during the festival is so good too. Like it's oh, just you can't ask for it. Uh, it's just crescendo. Let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that I loved seeing guys was you know of course uh, Disney Treasure sets sail next year uh next summer and we finally got a preview of one of the new exclusive lounges uh that are that's going to appear on the ship and it's going to be a parlor themed to the haunted mansion give me incredible so brianna tagged me yeah Mm. brianna tagged me in that teaser video and of course i respond to her like cuz we're we're going on a disney cruise in may of 2024 mm-hmm. so i responded with so we're going on another disney cruise right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah 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 i was like um yeah as soon as i saw that i was like okay well i guess i'm booking a cruise on the treasure now cuz it's yeah a uh, podcast cruise hey um, just saying hey Dude, uh... it's it would be yeah, it's incredible. But, but how how it was presented in that teaser video? Oh yeah, I think they Disney deserves a doing. lot of credit. Oh here. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. that thing looks phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. At the end Cannot of the day, folks, in there. it's just money. It's just it's money. Just facts. You can't yeah. you can't take it with you when you go to the afterlife. Just spend it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. There's nine hundred and ninety nine current hots there. Would you be the thousandth? It's uh. Yeah, it, I like the fact too that they're bringing some new storyline to it. You know, they're introducing yeah. a new character. You know, the captain who's you know, captain of the ship and is being you know, is there. It's his parlor, so it's gonna be really really cool uh, to see how they you know unfold that story a little bit. So I'll um, I'm here for it. Speaking of uh, the Honda Mansion, I actually got to enjoy the newest Honda Mansion uh, movie on disney plus and my goodness it's great that is such a good version yeah i like the story yeah rosario dawson knocked her role out of the park oh wilson i was actually surprised did a very good job wow wow (laughs) wow (laughs) wow oh yeah rosario dawson is is becoming the queen of of disney live action films i mean she is absolutely slaying it here lately yeah. Between, you know, Haunted Mansion and Ahsoka and everything in between, she's she's great. It was a great yeah. film. Highly recommend. Yeah. So I, I've actually discovered something on Disney Plus where they have a Haunted Mansion like a um ambience scene that you can play on your TV. Yes. I've seen it's like the ballroom. Yes. I actually played that uh while I was like having <laughs> some ambient noise to go to sleep a few nights ago. It is so cool to me. Yeah. Like just that yeah. little the organ playing in the background, it like man, I feel right asleep to it. Yeah, I'm a sucker for some of those ambient, like cinematic. Uh, oh yeah, sound. They just turn on the back in the background and let them play for an hour and a half or so. Um, oh, there's yeah. a, there's a few on YouTube that I've that I've found and um, subscribed to now. That it's just it takes you through different Disney parks and different sections of Disney parks and yeah. kind of gives you the mood of that 
environment. It, it almost just, makes you subliminally dream about it. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Like the, there's Set a weird timer and there's one that turn on to you know it's like you know sounds of uh, the Polynesian or something. You know, so she's got like. Oh the playlist from the Polynesian and you just got some of the sites and you see the water so moving. Oh, it's yeah, it's whatever. I mean, yeah, it's good for, We're good nerds. for Disney people. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One uh, thing too, it's not, it's not, not we mentioned Disney plus, uh, it got me thinking and I don't think we've mentioned it on, on here. And this is a couple weeks old news. Uh, so forgive us, but, um, the, the group watch, they discontinued yes. group watch. On Disney yeah. Plus, uh, which I was kind of sad to see go because it was uh it was a thing that I, we used a, f- a few times and it worked really well and so I don't I I don't know if it's a if it's a cost savings measure I know you know Disney's looking to save money where they can in a lot of places so I don't know if they're you know this is saving money for them but yeah I was I was sad to see that go I'm thinking it may be like just a a feature that never got its full potential use that they had planned on. Yeah, I wonder how many yeah. people were like you said, had adopted it too. Right, you know? they're having trouble with people adopting it. It was a good service. It was, it was, it was good. It allowed people, you know, to come together and watch something at the same time, and which is really cool. It's, it's a, it's a yeah, neat way to experience that, things. You know, maybe they're maybe disconnected by you know distance. Right, it was right. a way to bring people together. Yeah, via Disney, which is yeah. great. Yeah. So maybe hopefully um, we see something like that again soon. I would like to see that. Hopefully. Uh, another thing that I would like to talk about is a friend of mine at work, uh, Matt, he listens to the podcast and, um, what up, Matt? He, uh, he knows, he knows I'm a Disney fan and he actually took a trip back home to Kentucky where he's from. And, uh, upon rummaging through his grandpa's shed or barn, uh, he discovered, Two in the box mint condition Magic Kingdom 25th anniversary watches that were sponsored by Kodak. Mm. So we're talking Man. about 1997 Relic. Wow. Um, wow. And wow. he gave them to me to give to my girls. And uh, that's awesome. I, I have yet to open them. Uh, they are brand new in box, and I plan on doing an unboxing video for our socials. But Matt, uh, I can't thank you enough because my girls love them and they haven't even seen them yet. <laughs> but I showed them the boxes and they are beyond thrilled to unbox them. And you know, for something that could be such a a, a great keepsake for him to give them to me, uh, knowing the the Disney fan that I am, uh, I really, really, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, whenever I do the unboxing, I'll be sure and give give Matt a nice shout out because that's really cool. Yeah, I haven't seen them, and I, I think awesome. it's incredible. Yeah, I didn't you know they on even Instagram. gave them out back then. Me neither. I've never heard of them. Yeah, so if you want to see that, uh, go check us out at Off the Monorails. By the way, socials: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, X. Sorry, Threads across the board. Across the board at yeah, Off we the are Monorails. Everywhere. <laughs> so make sure you're following us. Um, about to hit a couple milestones on the followers too. So uh, yeah, go follow us and support. Uh, it's always fun to yeah. uh, interact with everybody there and and uh, you know gain some you know new fans and just you know talk to people. It's 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 fun to it's fun to interact with everybody there. So yeah, absolutely. And of course, uh, now that I'm back in the parks, I'm gonna yearn to go back for more. So we're fixing to catch a new wave of momentum, 
and we're mm. going to try and roll into this new year full speed ahead, full force, even more than we have this past year. And um, I I cannot wait. Yeah. So how fast are you rolling into this uh, new momentum run? Uh, I'm actually going back this week. <laughs> so two weekends in a <laughs> He's row. He's back, Disney. baby. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll break that down even more once we get to the, the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, but yeah, uh, we enjoyed ourselves so much over this past weekend that we are going to drive our asses right back down five days <laughs> after coming home. And uh, yeah, we're going to go back for more because we have broken the seal and the the hunger is there. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's dive in then, shall we? Like we're we're here. We're at the we're at the pass. Let's let's dive in and and talk about this, Ryan. Uh, you got to. Finally, after what was it, four or five months, basically, that you had been to uh, to Disney uh, property at all, and uh, got to go down with your wife for your, to celebrate your tenth anniversary. Which again, congratulations! Congratulations! Guys. Thank yep. you, thank you. And uh, so you got to go down kid free, and really just take in that uh, that you know uh, that side of Disney and and have just that leisure time to to yourselves and. Really enjoy it. You got your first, uh, uh, you got to take in food and wine uh, festival for the first time on this visit too. So just a lot of really, really cool things that you got to experience. So let's, uh, let's break down. Let's go through the highlights and and then, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what we have, what the future has in store for us too here. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's kick this off. Um, again, thanks guys for your, your good wishes on my 10 years. I really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah. Let's kick it off. Uh, we spent uh, three nights, four days down at Disney. And this was, like Jordan has said, our first uh, trip kid-free. And, uh, man, it was it was a great time. Uh, we slid down Thursday morning early once we dropped the kids off at school and went straight to Epcot because we knew we couldn't check into our room until 4 o'clock in the evening. So we knew we had... Uh, a nice day to kill oh, doing yeah. what we love best, and that is walking around World Showcase and taking in the sights and sounds and the smells and, of course, the tastes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a great time. Uh, we got to Epcot around probably noon, right before noon. Okay. So we knew World Showcase was open. We didn't get anything to eat on the way down. We wanted to keep our hunger and our thirst for what world showcase had to offer we uh hit some booths you know walked around uh actually let me let me rewind i'm getting a little ahead of myself here um we went and rode soren first and of course right now soren over california is the variation mm-hmm. how was so, soren around the world yeah how was that i haven't i haven't been since they since they changed this over and so i have yet to experience it it was it was okay okay i like soren around the world better Okay, and this was a consensus between Brianna and I both. Okay, I've and I've heard namely, I've, I've heard a lot of people saying that they that they like you know soaring over California. So over, I I didn't. I don't think it flows as well with the music as maybe it's because I'm used to soaring around the world. Yeah, so I'll chalk it up to that. But to me, it didn't flow well. And not only that, the opening scene where you're over like a river and it's like through the redwood forest and through yeah. mountains, 
that scene and then the scene over the orange grove were the only two scenes where the scents actually worked. I didn't Ooh. smell anything else the rest of the time. Okay. So that mm. that definitely took away from it where soaring around the world, the scents are very prominent between the African Sahara or the Taj Mahal or Fiji, you name it. We we all know those telltale scents. <laughs> uh, it There was only two scents that I remember smelling through that ride. Hmm. And it was... It was good, but it, I like soaring around the world better. I'm, I'm. It sets it apart from Disney California Adventure. Uh, I'm, I think it's great that they brought it to give people a taste of what, yeah, the nostalgia is because I feel like Epcot is slowly evolving back to some of that nostalgia that they're missing. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, but nevertheless, it was a, uh, it was, it was still a, a good time, and we had the pleasure of sitting next to a family that was from Michigan down on a pretty much one of those one and done type of visits from out of state people. And they, uh, they had like genie plus and lightning lanes and stuff like that, but they didn't really have okay. a clue what to do. Mm. And of course this is where trip planner Brianna puts on her vest <laughs> and she starts just information overloading these people with, did you know about this meet and greet? Did you know about this? Did you know about that? <laughs> Have you done this? What are, what park are you going to tomorrow? Um, they had no clue about the Figment meet and greet, so we told them oh, yeah. where the Imagination oh, wow. Pavilion was. Yeah, uh, and that at the end of that ride, you know, there's the the Figment meet and greet, and then Vanellope comes out of the portal, and Joy normally com comes out of there also. And then if you veer off to the right towards like the Pixar. Uh, the Pixar show yep. studio where yep. the Mickey meet and greet is yep. that little people know about. Mm -hmm. We told them about that. And um, I, I feel like every time we go now that Brianna really gives people insight on what to do because she finds some, which I do too, but she finds great joy in making sure people get the most of their visits, especially out of state people that truly come misinformed, you know, oh, yeah. for the most yeah. part. Yeah, and it's amazing, you know, because, you know, of course, we're all we're all part of like different Disney you know, boards and groups. And, you know, we see all this information flowing in multiple places all the time. And some of the stuff that just gets thrown out there and the questions that are asked and the and the answers and the responses back are just it's just laughable. It's like, what are what are you doing? Like, where is this information coming from? And then people take it as as the truth and they run with it and they don't know. It's it's purely amazing. I mean, I saw someone literally the other day asked, uh, "What what's going on with Splash Mountain?" They said, "Are they what are they what's going on with Splash Mountain?" It looks like it it looks like it's going to be a restaurant. What what's happening with it? What <laughs> I mean, where have you been? Where have you been? Yeah. So I yeah. so I just I don't know. I, I I that's why I'm glad like we have a resource like we do where. We'll we'll tell it to you straight, and we try to share information not and not be information overload, but just try to share real information from our real world adult perspectives and uh, keep people informed, you know, uh, and just try to do it the right way. Not yeah. only that, but we're not going to sugarcoat anything either. We're we're here to tell you the wins and the losses, so it helps you either direction of whatever you're trying to do. So yeah, yeah. It in a, a little bit of a tangent I'm going to get on, but it's still on the same subject. Um, Brianna was actually telling me about talking to some people that she works with, and uh, a husband and wife took their kids to Disney a couple weeks ago. 
they knew nothing about Tron and that it was virtual queue, had no queue or no clue, I'm sorry, no clue about joining a virtual queue or even where Tron was located because they're casual once a year visitors. Yeah. yeah. That's and rough. She's telling them all this information like, did you do this? Did you know about this? Did you know about that? And they had zero clue. So I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's people that just aren't willing to find information or if it's that Disney is kind of not really advertising things properly. See, I don't, I think you gotta, you gotta leave a little bit, you gotta put a little bit of honest back to the, to the person, in my opinion, because if you're going, you need to investigate what's a there little, yeah, what's the offer. Well, and I think too, because every time I book a, for example, if you book a park reservation for Magic Kingdom, I know, I don't know about you guys, but religiously, I get an email about two days before my trip, two or three days before my trip, reminding me, hey, Tron's open. Here's the process to get a virtual queue for Tron. Like so, like these yeah. people have to not be paying attention to because I feel like Disney's trying to outreach and be proactive. Like, hey, just a reminder, this is this, right? If I have a park reservation yeah. for Epcot, it's the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, right? Like, here's how you get the virtual queue for Cosmic Rewind and so on. Or here's what we're offering. Here's yeah, the festival's okay. happening right now. So I feel like Disney's trying to do their job, they're part of it. It's, but it takes two. You can say the same thing with Magic Bands getting ordered on time. Yeah, yeah. and it like and to piggyback on on what you your opinion, Jordan. It, it also maybe seems like people dismiss the importance of reading things they receive upon their arrival. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Reading is know, fundamental. You know, yeah, it really is. And you know, I kind of get it too that. Casual park goers don't know all the ins and outs that we do. But when you're spending that type of money, I feel like some time should be invested in yep. knowing what to do. Yeah. In a sense. At least knowing at least what you want to do. From tackle. my standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but there's people that look at it differently from us where they just go and they just, you know, sight unseen, go in and, and look at rides and say, oh, we're going to ride this. You know? And if that's your style, cool. Um, we're just here to. Of course, always our mantra is to get the most out of your visit. Time is money. You're spending a lot of money to be there, and time wasted is money wasted. And we try to get Facts. everybody to get the most out of that, which is why any of us, anytime we're in the parks, we're always willing to tell people, you know, what's up if, if they have no clue what's going on. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll get off my tangent for now. So <laughs> <laughs> we get off we get off a of soaring. And it's World Showcase time. We hit a few booths. Hold on. This is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite parts. You text us uh, something after you were leaving the land pavilion this day. And yes, yes. <laughs> now, yes you, you reminded me. So this, of course, like I've said, it was our first kid-free trip. But upon leaving the land pavilion, Brianna catches herself going to the left to the stroller parking area to get our stroller <laughs> just to, out of pure muscle memory. Cause of course I have three girls that we normally have in tow in the parks and it's just our parent instinct to, as soon as we get out the ride queue, all right, let's get the stroller and let's go to the next thing. And she caught herself <laughs> and told me, and we just had to laugh it out That's as we, we, you know, walked on the world showcase. Yeah. Yep. And uh, <laughs> it's, it was, 
it was a great moment though just to to laugh it out together like that um and you know it was it was definitely different going without kids i'll say that for a precursor <laughs> yes it was different going without kids it was more leisurely it was more do what we want and if we wanted to stop and sit somewhere and just people watch and and you know just take in everything mm-hmm. we caught ourselves doing that a lot more because it wasn't oh well i want to ride figment oh i want to ride frozen i want to you know i'm yep. i gotta pee i want ice cream yeah. uh, it was <laughs> well me too kid just, <laughs> yeah <laughs> when i had to go well i went i went <laughs> <laughs> but again we uh we make our way around world showcase and uh we stopped through mexico after having a nice uh watermelon margarita and uh, we decided Ooh. to ride the, the Grand Fiesta Tour. It's been a while since we rode it, and I made sure that Brianna had her phone inside her backpack so she didn't <laughs> drop it out of her pocket again because oh. I get PTSD from that. Yeah. If you know, you know. Long-time <laughs> listeners will know the yeah. story behind that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. November of 2021, that was, uh, that was, that was a fun moment. It was a day that you'll always Chalk remember. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But really... Those were um, those were the only two rides we rode for the first part, but we were waiting for one o'clock to get a virtual queue group for Cosmic Rewind because, of course, it's not a trip to Epcot unless you get Cosmic Rewind. So, Thanks. again, we uh, hit a few booths and one o'clock rolls around. Well, we get a group for Cosmic Rewind, and our callback time's around five thirty ish. Now, mind you. We had dinner reservations for the yachtsman that night at Yacht Club. And it was right around the time we were supposed to be riding Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so <laughs> we actually were very full from all of our World Showcase uh, intake. And we decided to push our dinner date back to the next night. Same restaurant, same time frame. We just pushed it back a, a day later because we knew that we were going to drop some some pretty coin on this meal and we wanted to mm-hmm. get the most of it. And yeah. uh that gave us the the afternoon to just you know laze around and we caught ourselves just sitting on a bench outside of Creations uh between Creations and Cosmic Rewind and Beautiful. just waiting for our boarding group. Beautiful. And uh it was great. We just we sat there. It was a nice mild evening uh we were in the shade among some trees in the creations building um we walked in creations and shopped around a bit found some great uh items from the eras collection they have right now i've seen some stuff oh, yeah. rescuers yeah uh, i sent you guys a picture of the goofy movie lounge fly mm-hmm. um, it still shocks me that i have not left with that backpack but i'm going back this weekend so who knows <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, we just we hung around and and just took in some some downtime. Yeah, while being in the parks and it was great. I love just finding a bench and and sitting there and kind of just taking in the crowd and watching people and being nosy and you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get into Cosmic Rewind. It's like a twenty minute wait. Oh, that's beautiful. And, uh, we got September, which is our number one favorite between that and Everybody Wants to Rule the World. The roller coaster seemed a lot faster since it's been a few months since I rode it, <laughs> and it was fantastic. And uh, after we got off a of Cosmic Rewind, we uh, stopped by the Kodak Camera Center, which is my uh, 
favorite pin spot. That's where mm-hmm. all of your limited edition pins are going to be. If you're a pin collector, and if you don't know where this is, it's literally right up underneath Spaceship Earth, and it says Pin Traders on top of the the doorway. I got two great pins that I also texted you guys. Oh, yeah, one yeah. being from an extremely goofy movie with uh, Disco Goofy, and uh, one of our favorite Disney movies from the early '90s, late '80s, Cool Runnings. Uh, such a great homage to pay through making a pin for it yes and both of them being limited edition which i am a sucker for mm-hmm. an absolute sucker for limited edition pins mm-hmm. uh the cool runnings one as soon as i seen it i i knew it was going in my in my bag yep and no don't blame you there it was great we we wrapped up the evening a little early that day because we wanted to get a few snacks from Publix, and i wanted to get me some beer we just kind of wanted to get some resort time too because uh-huh. we had three more full days down there uh we just wanted to get some downtime and get ready for the next day because we knew that we had magic kingdom in the morning and dinner that night so we had a we had a full day planned yeah so we 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 turned in for the night get some time at the pool in the hot tub and we we i watched a little bit of football because the jaguars played that night we won yeah go jags it was great (laughs) uh so fast forward to friday morning uh, Brianna gets us a virtual queue for Tron first nice. thing that morning, and uh, the beautiful part was it wasn't a super early group, but it was still like a nine thirty ten o'clock window that we had to. Or, okay, sorry, it was like a ten ten thirty window. Okay, so it gave us a little bit of time to get there. We weren't in a super big rush. The pre-show for Tron because we went there as soon as we got in the park. Mm-hmm. The pre-show for Tron was not either not working or they were just skipping it to keep the line flowing. Huh. But we, uh, it was the first time that I've rode Tron that the virtual queue was not outside the queue building. Oh, wow. We literally scanned in and walked to the, like the, right before you choose a locker. Okay. We probably waited five minutes to choose a locker. Yeah. Uh, since it's been a while since I had rode a ride, Tron seemed a lot more... <laughs> aggressive and, and thrilling than it's been yeah uh still a great ride it's not long enough in my opinion right but it's still uh, uh such a different feeling roller coaster from what anything disney has to offer mm-hmm. um we had a great time with that and uh then we wanted to just walk around magic kingdom really uh it, it's it's great to just walk around and take in the scenery yeah, and not have to worry about oh we got to go here we got to go here we got to mm-hmm. go there. Mm-hmm. Um, we made our way around to Frontierland. We were going to try and ride Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, it was a twenty five minute wait on the My Disney Experience app, but the lie detector determined that was a lie, <laughs> and it ended up being outside the gates of the. Ride. Oh yeah, yeah. You if you see that, yep. just turn around because you're definitely getting an hour wait there. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. So we actually opted to do something we've never done, which is very close by, and that was visit Tom Sawyer Island. Oh yes, so nice. much fun! So we hopped a yeah, we hopped a raft and we spent probably an hour and a half over there. Yep, easy to do. Walked around, took a lot of pictures, got some got some video. It got to visit Fort Longhorn. Yep, there was some cool things in there that I didn't realize were there like the the rifles that you can aim at Big Thunder Mountain mm-hmm. and the cannons and like the little windows you can look through and all the little easter eggs you can find 
and we got to the backside because there's like a second part to the island where you got to go across the bridge and there's a backside part to it that faces Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. And we just sat on the rocks right there for about, I don't know, five to ten minutes and just watched the Liberty Bell go by and cooled off in the shade. Love it. Just, again, it. enjoyed an extension of Disney downtime. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that disappointed us, though, was that the barrel bridge right now is removed. I don't know if they're redoing it or what, oh, but okay. it was fully removed mm. at this point. Huh. So I'm hoping that returns because my kids want to walk across it. But I will tell you <laughs> this. People that are trying to go and get good pictures where there aren't a lot of people, if you want to take a good camera and get some pictures of your kids or your family, Tom Sawyer Island is the place to go. Because yeah. you have so many different backdrops and scenery to to get a good picture at. Uh, it, it's fantastic. So we, uh, we get done from over there and we hop a raft back across to the mainland. We go take in some Haunted Mansion action. You have mm, to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The hat box ghost is still not quite there yet. He's behind the curtain at the hallway. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm we're really, only, really yeah. patiently waiting. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we're only a couple weeks away. So yeah, sounds like uh, you know, sounds like you might have to book another trip soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I'll, what I'll you already got that. coming up. <laughs> I'll be on that. Um, yeah, we get off Haunted Mansion again. We walk around some more. Uh, we get through Adventureland and, uh, we wanted a little bit of a snack. And I thought to myself, spring roll cart. It's about, it was just about getting lunchtime. Yeah. Legendary. When in Rome, uh, there was an extensive line for the, the spring roll cart, but it moved fairly quickly. We probably waited, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. And uh, we actually got the last cheeseburger egg rolls for the day. Oh, man. We got the last ones. Uh, And I also got the pepperoni pizza one so we could have some, you know, variety. Mm -hmm. And the rest of our Magic Kingdom day was spent laying on the hub grass right in front of Casey's in the Crystal Palace and enjoying our spring roll and doing some people watching and just looking at Cinderella Castle. And if you allude to our Instagram... You can see me and all of my uh, dad bod sex appeal <laughs> enjoying an egg roll, and um, I tell you that that's the way to do it. And uh, yes, yes, I, I can I can honestly assure you that Brianna was happy she married me whenever she took that picture because <laughs> I was just brooding with with manliness. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Jungle crew shirt and everything. Yes, um, she loved the cheeseburger egg roll. I knew she would because she's a sucker for anything with pickles on it, and it's got a little bit of pickle action in there. Yep. And um, pepperoni egg rolls were fantastic as well. How can you go wrong? And we literally just sat there on the hub grass for a good 10 minutes, 15 minutes, enjoyed our, our food, took a nice stroll through the, the Emporium, looked at some, some merch, didn't pull the trigger on none, which is very shocking. Uh, but <laughs> again... We didn't have kids going, please, 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 I'll clean my room for one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so our day wasn't quite done here, but we just wanted to go do something else. So we hopped a boat to the Grand Floridian. Yes. And took in some vibes because the Grand Floridian holds a special place in Brianna's heart that 
She likes that Victorian fancy elegance mm-hmm. vibe that the mm-hmm. Grand Floridian has. And we just walked into the lobby. And mind you, there was a lot of construction going on on the back side of the lobby, kind of yeah. like covering the back facade of uh, Grand Floridian Cafe and Gasparilla. Yeah. That whole area. Um, we got into the lobby and we just sat in two chairs in the lobby for probably 20 minutes and just looking around at everything because it's been freshly painted, freshly renovated. Mm-hmm. It looked great. And then, of course, we get the hankering to go wash our hands. Hey. So you know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Head on upstairs. Going to Basin. Go to basin. Yep. 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 We went up to Basin, washed our hands, and uh, browsed around in there for a minute, smelled some things. Uh, tried to look at some early stocking stuffers for the girls. Oh, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay ahead of the game. Yeah. And uh, then we just hopped the resort loop monorail and made our way back to TTC and uh, got some downtime for the, the early afternoon before we had our fantastic dinner. Yes. Yes. Arsenal. Yes. Ready for this part. Yeah. So we got back, got in the pool for a little bit, and uh, – she hopped in the shower, started getting ready, doing her hair and her makeup. She got her hair, you know, all curled and pretty looking for our nice 10th anniversary dinner. <laughs> uh, I ironed my pants and my shirt. Look at him, ladies and gentlemen. Look at him, ladies and gentlemen. Look at me. Look at me. I'm not a slob. Uh, I was, of course, ready an hour early before her, so I sat and watched TV and, and made Instagram videos with the content that I gathered that day. And... Um, off to off to yacht club it was and notably enough uh the the parking lot for yacht club was closed on this day because they had a giant tent set up for a symposium oh wow that they were having for a convention so we had to actually opt and park at beach club okay but all that means is we got to walk into beach club's lobby and smell the yes. great smells yeah because the 50th anniversary lobby smells are gone yeah right and we're back to right. unique lobby scents right and beach club is one of our favorites collectively. Yes. It it doesn't get much better than that. So we, we got to take, you know, the walk down the corridor through Beach Club. Then we walked outside along Stormalong Bay and Beaches and Cream. A nice little evening walk to our dinner. And, um, yeah, it was time for the yachtsman. It was time for a good steak dinner. Mm. And, fellas, I'm going to tell you this now. Uh, it was like the men in black flashed that thing in front of me and made me forget about Steakhouse 71. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. That's... And you guys know how I feel about Steakhouse yeah. 71's dinner. Yeah. Uh, man, where do I start? So, of course, the bread service. They start you off with uh, split-top rolls that have, like, a roasted onion on top of them. Yeah, yeah. And you also get sourdough rolls. <laughs> and then they bring out two different types of butter and an entire head of roasted garlic. Oh, my goodness. Where literally you just stick your butter knife down yes. into this head of garlic and you pull out a clove and it spreads like butter because oh it's gosh. just roasted to perfection. Oh, my gosh. So me being the fat ass that I am, I take the <laughs> butter because the butter is cold. Uh-huh. So I take the butter and I put it on my bread plate and I kind of move it around and kind of warm it up, get it soft where it's spreadable. Then I take me a clove of garlic, and I put it in that butter, and I move it around, and I make garlic butter. Oh. And that goes on your split-top onion roll. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Talk to me. And now to enjoy 
to enjoy this bread service before my dinner, I, of course, get a bourbon flight. Oh, tell me. Tell me what's on that flight. You're talking about Double Oaked Woodford Reserve. You're talking about Knob Creek Disney Reserve. Mm. And you're talking about some uh, Buffalo Trace. All right. Three great bourbons. They come in a flight together, and they come with another flute of water, so you can... You can kind of dilute them down, mm-hmm. put a little splash of water in them, swirl them around so you get the, the full-bodied flavor if you don't like the burn. But, uh, man, just eating that bread and sipping that bourbon, it, I knew I was in for a treat mm-hmm. just with that type of kickoff mm-hmm. for dinner. And um, then, of course, the main course rolls around. I opted in for the 16-ounce uh, ribeye because I like a little bit of a fatty marbled steak because fat is flavor. Yes. That's why I'm flavorful because I'm fat. <laughs> the math checks um, out. And Brianna decided to get the 8-ounce filet, and we both opted for the mashed potatoes. And I will say as a side note that the steaks already come accompanied with roasted fingerling potatoes and blistered cherry tomatoes and onion, mm. all roasted. Mm. Uh mm. The waiter said that these were more of a garnish, but actually the the potatoes were plentiful enough that they they still could be considered an accompaniment, really. Mm-hmm. So, but still, we got the the mashed potatoes because why not? You got to have some yeah. with your steak. And I'll yeah. say this: Do they do those? Do they do those uh, family style? No, no, they are uh, individual, but oh, okay. the portions are very generous, very oh, okay. generous. Okay. And I will explain that uh, towards the end of the, the dinner review because I was quite impressed. Uh, but Brianna prides herself on the mashed potatoes that she makes every year for Thanksgiving and such. Uh, she makes really good mashed potatoes. But she even said these are the best mashed potatoes that she's ever eaten in her life. Mm. And I took mine up another notch because, of course... Like I said a while ago, I mixed some garlic and butter together for my bread. Well, I took a, another good pat of butter and put oh, it on yeah. my bread plate with three cloves of garlic and made a <laughs> just a garlic butter and put it in my mashed potatoes. Oh. And let me tell you. Of course you Let did. me tell you. Uh, it was magical. <laughs> it was just it's damn <laughs> magical. <laughs> and this is beside the fact because I'm not even talking about the steak yet. Yeah. So to begin with, as soon as Brianna sticks a knife into her steak, she says, holy shit, you could cut this thing with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, my ribeye, it was, I'll say it, it's the best steak I've ever had in my life. Wow. Best steak I've wow. ever wow. had Ladies in and my gentlemen, life. there you go. Um, wow. Cooked to perfection, medium rare, as as any person should. Such a just a thick, hearty cut ribeye. Um, the fat was perfect. The seasoning, the seasoning was very straightforward and simple. It wasn't a lot of. It wasn't like Way a house steak seasoning. It was just like a salt yeah. and pepper type deal. Yep. Way it should but be. It, they wanted you to have steak. Well, yeah, but the 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 unique thing is is the yachtsman grills their steaks over an open oak fire. Gimme. Yeah, and that's where your flavor comes from, mm-hmm. and. You know, the, the perfect char marks, the the warm pink center, juicy, just out of this world. And um I'm I'm the type of person that I never bring 
leftovers home, but I only ate half of the steak and half of my mashed potatoes because <laughs> they were the the portions were that good. Yeah, and that's awesome. Uh, it was. I'm telling you, man. It was. It was for my first signature Disney dining experience. I, I'm mm-hmm. blown away, and I'm sold on it too. And our waiter, David from Cincinnati, Ohio, he took this dining experience to a whole another level that it was already at because the food the food itself stood alone. But it was the best table service I've also ever had in my life. Nice. It it truly makes a difference when when they like when you have quality service to go along with the quality food. It oh, just yeah. brings that entire experience to another level. Yeah. So informative about the food, where it's sourced from, things like that. Just little tidbits of information that normally get ignored or looked over or never even thought of. Um, it, it took it to a whole other level. And, of course, whenever I made the dining reservation, I labeled it as it was our anniversary. So they uh, they acknowledged that, the waiter and the hostess both, which was great. And, you know, wishing us a happy anniversary and once it got time where we were done with dinner and we got our um, to-go plates or our, you know, uh, take-home plates because we both had food left over, uh, he brought us the dessert menu. And we got the uh, the chocolate cake that is very popular at the Yachtsman. Well, they took it to a whole other level with that as well. It came out and they actually had it formed into a chocolate lighthouse. And I actually sent oh, you guys a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. And there was a little chocolate placard that read "Happy Anniversary" on the bottom of the lighthouse. Love that. Once again, it's just the little things that that take yeah. every things a normal dining experience to a whole another level. Yeah. And then he also brought us another entire separate dessert plate on the house for our anniversary. That's awesome. And he, you know, very politely and hat in hand manner, just told us both happy anniversary. I'm so glad you came to dine here and enjoy your your very special date here, and just really made us feel like we were the only people in the restaurant. Yeah, and it, mind you, this this dessert plate that we got on the house was damn good. It had um, like a butter toffee macaron, and then uh, another one uh, like a key lime macaron beside it, and uh, then we got like some. Um, dark chocolate truffles and uh some pomegranate um i think they were like gelée or was what he called it it was like some french word but the the little dark chocolates were key lime dark chocolates oh wow and they were so wow. good wow. and then yeah like the little pomegranate candies and stuff it was it was just so good and next level yeah i will be returning to the yachtsman time and time again when my pocketbook allows it. <laughs> but, um, Hopefully with great. me next time. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have already suggested some, to these uh, guys. Yeah. This is our yes. next uh, dining experience as a podcast. So we could do a full on review of it together and get these guys organic reaction to the greatness that is the Yachtsman Steakhouse at Disney's Beach Club Resort. Ryan, just real quick too. I just want to add, yeah, like you mentioned, like how you mentioned about like just the the you felt like you're the only people in the restaurant, right? With the attention that you got and this the, yep. the service, and it, that's exactly we. The first time we went to Gico, my wife and I, uh, for, it was for an anniversary dinner, 
and a very very similar reaction to to that service was the the our server at the time for that meal was incredible you know paid extra attention we had i mean we thoroughly went through the wine list with us uh we we let them know like what we liked and what we didn't like and what you know what we were going to have with dinner and he you know he got with the sommelier there and uh, they selected a an awesome wine for us to have which you know is it was super good. I, I seek it out all the time now, uh, looking for it. And, uh, the, like just the incredible attention to detail that, that they have at these signature dining restaurants at Disney is it's on a, it just puts it in a, a whole nother level, a whole nother category. And it makes you want to go back. You know, I mean, it's that meal experience at Gico. What it was still to this day is one overall, you know, overall picture, the best meal I've, ever had when you when you include the total experience of it and it's it's things like that that keep you want to that keep you wanting to go back to these back to these places and and give others a try you know we just we just returned from you know another signature dining place at at Topolino's Terrace at Riviera and again phenomenal service phenomenal food and it just again it all is elevated and it makes you want to return. And so I, I, it's great to hear that you had that same type of experience at Yachtsman. And, uh, now it just, again, makes me want to, makes me want to go to this place even more. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I could not agree more that the, the service stands alone as well as the food in its own category is, it's truly remarkable. Yeah. And, uh, I, I will be back because that was a great experience. But then again, after dinner, we uh, we actually catch the fireworks for uh, what is that Epcot Forever? That's at Epcot right now. Yeah, yeah. So we catch the fireworks as we're walking to the car, and that was awesome. just a, a, a cap off for the night. And we decided to just turn in for the night. Yeah, uh, we had Epcot the next morning a full day of it that was devoted to just Epcot, at least so we thought. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we get up the next morning and our goal was to hopefully not get an early boarding group for guardians. So we wouldn't have to get up and rush. And luckily we got a boarding group that was slated for around 10 30, 11 o'clock, which was amazing. Mm, yeah. So we, we stayed at the room and took our time getting ready. Didn't have to get up and rush and, and, and beat a virtual queue window, uh, got to ride Guardians of the Galaxy as soon as we got in the park, uh, like we Always normally do. Yeah. And from there, we hit World Showcase full force. We visited a lot of booths uh, to the point where <laughs> Cosmic Rewind was the only ride that we rode that day. Oh, wow. Because we walked yep. World Showcase in its entirety. and That means you guys we, into some food. Yes, yes. We visited quite a few food booths, and we we made the complete circle and ended up at the UK Pavilion, and it was getting close to park hopper time. We had about 45 minutes to kill, and I actually had an order of business to take care of at the end of the Skyliner route at Pop Century Resort. Mm-hmm. So I opted to Brianna, you know, we'll, we'll walk this food off to the Skyliner, and we'll ride the Skyliner to Pop Century, and I had to get the 20th anniversary pin for Pop Century at oh, Everything man. Pop. Don't blame me. So 
We, we, we take the Skyliner all the way to the end of the line, walk to the lobby, grab the pin, kind of take in the vibe at Pop Century for a minute, walk past the pool, hear the music playing. They were all doing the cha-cha slide with cast members on the pool deck. <laughs> yes, sir. It's always cool to see. It makes us want to book a stay at Pop soon, maybe. Uh, Question but mark? From there, it was getting very close to park hopper time, and we just hopped the Skyliner and hauled ass to Hollywood Studios. And we had one goal in mind, and this is the beauty of being a pass holder because you can have the opportunity to go into a park with one mission, and you can go in there and do that, and you can head mm-hmm. out and know you're coming back at another time. Uh, we, wanted to do, we wanted to do Toy Story Midway Mania. Okay. Um, it's one of our favorites. It's truly Brianna's favorite of Hollywood Studios. But we we scan right into Hollywood Studios, actually at a quarter till two. And um, we scamper back there. And I think we wait probably 45 minutes for uh, <laughs> Midway Mania. And I texted you guys this because uh, it's probably one of the worst rides ever to deal with Lightning Lane. Mm. <laughs> I took down mm. some analytics and crunched some numbers while I was in line. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed a pattern for every close to 60 lightning lane guests that got through to the queue line, eight standard standby people got through. Wow. Astounding. Simply amazing. Here. Yeah. And that goes to show you each of those people probably paid, uh, you know, what is it? Tw- I think it was $25. Average 25 Average yeah. 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 Ton yeah. of money. Um, money, money, money. But, you know, the time I got to spend in the ride queue, I got to look around and notice some things. I found some Easter eggs that pay homage to some of our favorite Pixar shorts, such as Tin Toy and Knick Knack. Yeah. They are uh, yeah, placed sir. along the walls of Andy's room on the bookshelf. Thought that was really cool. I had never noticed the Knick Knack book before, but I've always noticed the Tin Toy little golden book because it's behind the cast member that's operating the ride. Yeah. But, again... Midway Mania is always a great time. I got the highest score of the car, as always, because I know all of the <laughs> secrets. I made the volcano erupt. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that that wrapped up Hollywood Studios for us. We um, So, Ryan, I want to stop you for a second because I know you got to take in. This was your first experience with Food and Wine Festival this year. So just want to highlight some of the food items you got to try. I know you got to try a lot of food items. I know we're backtracking a little bit with this, but what um what stood out to you about the festival this year, your first your first go around with it? Uh I can tell you my favorite thing from the festival this year was the seafood paella from the Spain booth. Mhm. Okay. And if you're not familiar with that, it is like a Spanish style rice with shrimp and sausage. Yeah. Uh, that by far stood out to me. And the uh the carrot cake at the America Pavilion. Brianna was actually very hesitant to get it at first, but when she got it, she immediately thanked herself <laughs> for deciding to get it to get yeah. it because it yeah. was it was great. The carrot cake at the America Pavilion is a must. If you're if you if you got a sweet tooth, yeah the the orange cardamom wings at Brewing in the Odyssey Building, mm-hmm. uh, another very notable item that we had. It, it very similar to like they a, don't miss very really. 
very similar to like a Panda Express orange chicken sauce. Okay. But okay. not as orangey. A little more spice yeah. to it. A little more flavor. A little more, you know, zap to it. Okay. It was really good. And the uh, the fried cheese from Morocco, the curry, or I'm sorry, not Morocco, India. The curry spiced fried cheese with the curry ketchup. Oh, okay. Different, funky, but delicious. That's one food item I wasn't expecting to hear. So yeah. it was good. And there wasn't a bad beer flight that I had. And <laughs> yeah. I think I had six that day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. The cider Any, flight. Uh, the cider fly at at brewing. Brewing. Absolute banger. Okay. I got the beer flight last time we were there. The cider flight uh, does not play. So the it cider flight cool is because on of my recess. list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, food wise, because of course, like I tried foods at Canada, tried foods all around the damn place, really. Um, but I didn't push as hard because, again, we, we left Hollywood Studios and we were thinking about going back to Epcot. But upon the process of this day, we had decided that we were going to come back next weekend. And upon a short FaceTime call with my mom, she had already booked a room with her points through the Sheridan Vacation Club uh, and was <laughs> like, don't even worry about a room. I've got one. She, she was I like, do you want to? And she's like, I already got the room book. It's done. Pretty, <laughs> dude, pretty much. Pretty much is how it went down. And we knew then we didn't have to push ourselves to eat more food at, at Epcot. And we could slow down a little more. Yeah. And uh, which was great. So <laughs> from Hollywood Studios, we hopped back through to Epcot, um, walked through the shop some more. We got our pass holder magnets with uh, Oswald, the lucky rabbit. We managed to snag those on the way out, mm -hmm. and I had to get myself one more pin. But <laughs> um, we looked Naturally. at some, you know, early Christmas gift ideas for the girls. But again, we knew we were coming back next weekend, so we kind of just held off and was going to talk to the girls and hint about what we found to see what they thought about it, okay. uh, the things we found. And we decided to take the evening and go to the character warehouse because why not? Yeah, exactly. And uh, some great things in there. They had some Christmas stuff already there, some fall stuff. Um, I, I left with a neon sign for my computer desk that uh, is <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. They had it marked down like literally 50% off, and I couldn't say looked no. at it. It was right at the door where we walked in. <laughs> and I looked at it, and I was like, son of a bitch, I, I, I want this. They and got I walked me. away. I walked yeah. away from it at first, and we we browsed around, uh, found a couple of uh, Nuemo outfits for the girls for their uh -huh. their, their dolls because that's their jam. Uh, they had them as always for like a dollar ninety nine, no big Love deal. Uh, they had a golden figment statue behind the counter from the fiftieth anniversary celebration. Yeah, yep. for twenty dollars. Oh, did you get it? Yeah. The guy in front of me bought the last one. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I was so pissed. And Brianna oh. could see that I was visibly pissed. Oh. And she seen me look over at the Guardian sign one last time. And she said, <laughs> go get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, for real? She says, yes, go get it. And the cashier was like, oh, you're such a good wife. And this, that, and the other. And I went over there and got it. And 
I look like the kid that got the <laughs> the, the superhero toy off of uh, what's the Christmas movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, Jingle, Jingle all the way. All the way. All the way. I, Turbo I Man. Like the, I look like the kid that got Turbo Man for Christmas. <laughs> and we walked around, and I carried this big ass box around with a smile on my face, and Brianna's taking pictures of me and sending them to her cousin, and like, <laughs> look at this damn nerd. I don't care. I it's on my desk now, and you guys can see the glow of it on my skin. I don't care. I love it. And um, really, it was it was the greatest thing ever. Um, but all in all, uh, we we took the rest of the evening for downtime at the at the hotel, and we knew we were coming back next weekend. We had plans to go to Magic Kingdom early Sunday morning before getting on the road. But mm-hmm. we didn't push ourselves. We just decided to get back on the road because we were gone from our kids. It was the longest we've ever been away from our kids together, and we were missing them. So mm-hmm. we got back on the road and headed home Sunday morning. And But we, we did that knowing that we're coming back Friday afternoon, and we're going to be back for another weekend. And that made the trip home much easier. Oh, yeah. And you guys told me that kid free disney you know of course we love bringing the kids but yep. kid free disney opens up a whole new aspect of it a whole new aura yeah. and the downtime was there the relaxation mm-hmm. the taking a moment to mm-hmm. take in the sights and sounds it was there and it it i i take you know i no longer have to take your word for it i i have lived yeah. it yeah and I can't wait to do it again, but I also can't wait to get my girls back down there because because they miss yeah. it. Yeah, they've and been waiting just like you. He's yeah. got the itch. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I was so thrilled to unpack this trip for you guys because it was my first time back in four months, and I literally think it was the longest I've gone without going to the parks since yeah. 2021. Yeah. And That's wild. I, I Yes, <laughs> I can confidently say yes on record. Just based on your agendas previously yeah yeah and it's it's funny too because we you know been talking about ever since you got i mean really while you were down there but ever since you got back to you know talked about you know planning and scheduling to to record this uh episode and you know you just you could feel the excitement and energy that you just you're ready to to you know get all this out because uh just because all the excitement you know build up of it and so uh, it's it's so it's so fun to just to to have that back. Like this is it's this is Ryan back, his element. Yeah, like back. this is he's in his element now. Like he is he's in his Disney element, and this is where he belongs, uh, which is which is fantastic. And, I mean, and you know you your excitement, and you know you telling us, oh, well, we just you know we got another trip booked. Now we're going back this weekend. I got so excited. I'm I, I'm like I started looking at myself. I'm like I look at the calendar. I'm like well, we don't really have anything happening this weekend. And as you know, like food and wine festival is still, you know, it's about to wrap up soon in a couple of weeks and you know, it's weather's decent. Hey. Happy to, uh, happy to share that, um, you know, we'll be, uh, we'll be joining Ryan and his family down there, uh, this weekend for a quick trip. So as you're listening to this episode on the, on the premiere date, um, it, then we'll uh, we'll be on our on our ways and and heading down to the parks and can't wait to experience. Uh, so I know we've got a lot of things planned for Food and Wine Festival. Uh, we got some Magic Kingdom plans in store as well. But uh, 
just uh, stay tuned on the socials. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and Jordan, I just got a, a little bit of a bonus at work, so you're going to have a couple of beers on me this weekend, my boy. Hey, I'm right there <laughs> with you, buddy. Let's do it. Let's do it. I won't say no. That's for sure. Uh, probably the only the only problem is now we just got to figure out where where we start. That's the uh, that's the only choice. So we'll uh, we'll we'll make the tough decision. Okay, we'll make a tough decision. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, again, guys, like thank you for letting me you know yap on for the last hour or so. Uh, it was it was it was so good to get back. I I I just can't I can't sum it up in any other way. It feels so good to be back where where I belong. Uh, Justin, you got to tighten your ass up and get down there. It's your turn mm-hmm. now. Yes. Yeah, I've got I've got two weeks penciled penciled in that I'm eyeballing. So yeah, yeah, and, soon. and of course we've you know again we are we're nearing uh, we're nearing two year anniversary of the podcast, and so we're we're working on something special to celebrate that as well. So uh, stay tuned for that because you know some shenanigans will will occur. But yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for this weekend now. It's, you know, you can't hear the smile on our faces as, as yeah. it's all happening. Um, you can, you can clearly understand. Palpable. Yes. How, how excited we are uh, about this and just everything else happening. I mean, we're, we're about to roll into the holiday season, right? Like Halloween is just around the corner and then literally we're going to blink and then it'll be Christmas decorations are up. We've already got, my family's already got a trip uh, booked for, uh, the weekend of Black Friday, uh, so right after Thanksgiving, we'll be down there and starting to take in some of the sites for festival the holiday holidays. season. Oh, uh, you got festival of the holidays kick off. You got all the decorations that'll be baby. up. You got s'mores, all the Christmas lager. trees. Mm. Just give me, give me all of it. So can't wait for that. Yeah, we have festival of the holidays starting soon, which means that we'll have menus available soon which means we'll oh, be boy. reviewing that festival oh boy and you know making our list and checking it twice um so stay tuned for that we've got that coming up just a lot of a lot of great great things so well it's just the season yes. yeah most of all we are creeping up on our 100th episode and we are going to we're going to think of something great to cherish this accomplishment because yeah, one hundred episodes of of a podcast and trying to keep things fresh, that's that's a hell of a feat. And yes, I I I, I mean we're at episode ninety. We're ten episodes away from from kicking this off, and I can feel it. It's yep. it's so good. I just so many good things coming. Uh, the holidays alone, and just the things we got yep. going on personally. Yeah, uh, I I for one cannot wait for the coming months. In case you can't tell, and, and for the listening audience, Ryan's Disney Happy Tank has finally been restored <laughs> to full. Yes, it's like and you yes. can you can feel it. Uh, this is infectious. I, I dig this, Ryan. It is infectious. Hence, why I uh, just spent money to go to Disney this weekend. <laughs> yeah, all we got to do now is lock in this this podcast trip. We're gonna we're gonna align our ever so busy schedules together, yes. and we're gonna we're gonna do. Uh, the f- I guess this will be the fourth rendition of us getting down there together and yeah. generating something, doing a, a live recording from our room on site. I'm ready for it, boys. I'm ready. Yes, yes, yes. To, uh, Has the site been chosen? Well, you know the the people the people as we talked about last time, people said 
you know, strong opinion was Wilderness Lodge. So I like it. We'll we'll see. And, you know, we'll be hitting up our friends at DVC Rental Store. Um, there's if you want to check them out, there's an affiliate link in the episode description. But they've got deals galore all the time uh, for for DVC stays. And, you know, we've used them time and time again. They've saved us thousands of dollars over the years. Fantastic company, fantastic people. Uh, So we'll be hitting them up for sure to get that, get them heavy discounts. Up to 75% off, by the way, guys. Up to 75% off. That's crazy. So uh, we're going to save some money with them. Uh, But yeah, if you want to help us out, uh, check out all the other affiliate links we have in the episode description. If you want to help us out, kind of keep this thing rolling with us. Uh, great company, great peoples uh, down there in, in the episode description. Go check out the goods. And uh, yeah. Also doing us a solid, if your podcast platform allows you, give us some ratings. Uh, leave a little brief synopsis of uh, your take on the show. Let people know what you think about us, good or bad. We'll take it all. And uh, shoot for those five-star ratings. We're, we're we're shooting a really good chat record right now, boys. So yeah, we're... Uh, just do your boys a solid and we'll uh we'll review them. We appreciate it as well. Yeah, and give us a follow on all the social media. I mean, we're again, we're approaching some um some benchmark numbers here for us uh across socials. Uh so share us with a friend. Uh you know, have them follow us on Instagram, uh TikTok, what have you, YouTube. You know, we're trying to add more and more to YouTube all the time. Uh so just you know, check us out, give us follows, share with friends, uh, leave us reviews on the podcast platforms like Justin mentioned. It really, all of it helps it helps us greatly and goes goes a very long way. So we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you listening. Thanks for hanging in there with us, Ryan. Thank you so much for uh, for recapping uh, this trip uh, again. It was just a joy to to watch it unfold um, as it happened on socials and through the stories, uh, and then just to hear all about it. And I'm sure we'll we'll get to see some more uh, some more footage uh, as the week goes on uh, on socials as well. Uh, with some of the some of the things that you captured so thank you thank you again uh for uh, for sharing yeah it was it was a pleasure to be able to unpack this with you guys and for y'all to hear me out and take my suggestion on where we should have our next dining plan and um i just like to you know before we get out of here be sure and look in our episode description check out all the rest of our great partners below uh give them a visit they got some great products out there uh we stand by their their products and their their reputation so we're putting it out there for you to enjoy for yourself and um again it was an absolute pleasure to be able to share this very very special occasion uh on this podcast you know it it, it was so many great things in one one whole ordeal between the anniversary mm-hmm. and getting back to disney after a while and a, a great dining experience it was it just checked all the boxes for me and yeah, I can't wait to unpack my next trip, which is very soon. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, go check out the website as well, offthemonorails.com. The blog's there. The shop is there. Get some swag. Uh, help us out and uh, and have fun there with some of the tips and tricks there. Uh, but, Ryan, I got one question for you. You just got back from Disney. What are you going to do now? I'm going to Disney. <laughs> I'll see you there, buddy. And until next time, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Mm-hmm.